two chairs for me, so like I'm in a hot chair. The free call. <laughs> we are back. The Bench Racers Racing Podcast. Here live for another show after the Richmond Man, Day Race. These shows just never get old, do they? They never they get, get old. better every time. So what did you, what was your first thoughts about the Richmond race? Well, I missed about half of the first stage because I was out mowing my little tail away. But I made it back for the end of the first round. And it looked just like a typical first round, you know. Not a whole lot going on. You know, battling a little bit at the end of the stage with Kansas leading like the whole stage. So there wasn't a whole lot of action, but. At the start, but it picked up towards the, lot, the latter parts of it. I mean, it seemed like for Richmond that there was a lot of different lines going the on there was, one time. was fast, which is hardly ever the case, you know. Yeah. It's usually a lane, but it's not where people want to be. But for certain types of drivers, that's where they wanted to be. Well, I think we forgot to mention that we got a guest this week. Oh, we did. To my right here. Um, if y'all want to ask Junior some questions, we got him here today. So. so if anybody has any questions, he's going to Talladega with us. <laughs> so we're, we're leaving for Talladega on Thursday night. So we needed something to put in the campsite. So we Nothing better than old Dale Junior himself. And we plan on getting some uh, some party beads. <laughs> and we're going to probably, I guess he'll probably have party beads. And he'll have all kinds of maybe, abnormalities. You know, you know them big straw hats? He'll probably have <laughs> on one of those by the end of the weekend. It should be a pretty uh, a pretty good time. It'd be nice if he made it down to the infield and all the partying. He probably will by Don't, the time the weekend's over. Didn't he used to drive his own party bus to Talladega from North Carolina? He had like his own old school bus. He would drive down there and park. I know. I think I know for sure he took it to Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. He used to bring it to Talladega. Yeah, that was way back in the day. So it's hard for me to fight my excitement for Talladega. So ready to get down there. The weather all weekend looks. Well, it's going to rain on Thursday, but we're not going to be there on Thursday. We're not going to be there till Friday, so we're missing the rain. It's a think a 40 percent chance on friday but all that's really on friday is to practices so if it rains out of practice what's saturday and sunday looking for you saturday sunday is a 10 percent chance of rain. so you're just it's a lot better than last year's race, a, lot, right? a thousand times better no tornado warnings i can't thunderstorms i can't do another year <laughs> like last year if it i told kristen i said if it's like last year i said we're calling it quits on talladega because <laughs> it's just not meant to it's be kind of like kentucky speedway rains every year you go there kentucky every speedway year. That track has a lot it's of... It's cursed. has a lot of problems. It has a lot of issues. But the rain and weather it always seems to be working against Kentucky Speedway. It does. And sometimes the racing. A lot of the times <laughs> the racing. And the elevators. And the escalators. <laughs> you can count on the elevators both feet down. But so, anyways... Back to Richmond. What do you think about it? I mean, this first start of the race, you know? I mean... It was sort of boring the first It was very stage. boring. The, the first two stages were not... Very good, but uh, are are they ever? I well, mean, sometimes yes, but most of the time, them are your yeah, most I mean, boring parts. Yeah, but I mean, it was typical. I mean, you got got to expect that out of a four hundred, five hundred lap race. They're gonna take it easy the first couple laps. Yeah, but I mean, I've never seen Richmond. All these short tacks really this year has had two lanes, and I don't know if that's something that Goodyear's doing with a tire. That's making it to where the tire's a little bit harder. You know, they can run that top side. Yeah. But, like, at Richmond, Junior 
pretty much the whole race was running right against the wall. Kyle Larson was running right against the wall. That didn't really bode well for them, though. Well, we'll I mean, get to the, They wasn't riding up there because they was fast. No, but it was, I mean, it was workable. It was an option. You could go up there but and now run at it. Bristol, they had the two lanes, and they was pretty equal, but you wanted to be on the bottom, but... Richmond, it wasn't as equal, but still people could run up there if they had to. I still think the fastest way around yeah. Richmond is definitely the bottom. If yeah. you if you have a car that's really, really working good around the bottom, you know, you're set. But the thing about Richmond was, I thought early in the race, the 20 car was the most dominant car, Nobody which is can. something that we haven't seen. I haven't seen a Gibbs car dominate. The, all year. All year. Probably the first couple, probably the first stage win or two. It said that, I don't know about Joe Gibbs, but I know for Matt Kenseth that was his first stage win since Daytona. So that's, Did I mean, that's a long, stage win at Daytona? He won, I think he won the first stage. Huh. I don't, I can't, I just remember TV saying that. But he, uh, he won that. But I thought Brad's car, in my opinion, I he thought. He had the best at the end of the race. At the, especially at the end of the race. If there would have been 10 more laps, I think there's no doubt Brad would have. Oh, he would have got to him. But. What do you think would have happened between Brad and Joey? Do you think Brad would have... Well, Brad already had two wins. Joey had none. But I still... I mean, Brad's not the type to sit back and, you know, just no, let somebody win. I don't think he would have roughed him up any. Kind of like what Kyle Busch did to Carl Edwards last year. Carl or did. Carl did to Kyle. You think you'd have seen a little bump and run? I think you'd have seen a bump because he's that much faster, but... He... All I know is it was about a second and a half with about five to go. And by the he end of the coming. race, he was probably two car lengths off. Yeah. So he was coming. He definitely had the best car, but what do we keep saying over and over and over this year? And what do we see happen? The fastest car never wins. The fastest car never wins the race. It's like it's a Ever. curse. It's, it just don't happen. You win the first two segments, you ain't going to win the last one. It's just how it's been this year, which makes for an interesting finish. Unless your driver dominates the whole race and don't win it. Pretty yeah. pisses you off. Yeah. But that's how it goes. Well... For me, what I kind of liked is that that tire that they had. It I like a race where the tires wear out. Yeah, because because anytime the tires wear out, you see two different strategies. You see some cars going, some cars coming, and you're going to see the best drivers at taking care of their car and driving rise to the top. And it's like I think TV was talking about Denny Hamlin because he's such a good short track driver. Yeah, he was taking such good care of his brakes and his tires. And on the long runs, he was a lot faster than the people that would just take off right off the bat. Yeah. So he was kind of saving his stuff. Yeah, he definitely had a long run car. Uh, Josh Watts says Sunday was heartbreaking. I know the feeling, Josh. Hardwick's done that probably 10 to 20 times the past two or three years. And don't bring home the win. Five more laps and he would have definitely had him. Yeah. I don't even know if it would have taken five. Which makes it even more heartbreaking. Yeah. If you're a Kazowski fan, I mean... it's happened all year, seems like. So there's something we do got to talk about. What did you think about the commitment line? For Kyle all Bush, the people. Clint Boyer. I mean, they clearly said in the driver's meeting that that's a violation. So unless you got your headphones in listening to T-Pain or something in driver's introduction. Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> you should know that that's a, that's a violation. So just don't do it. What I heard is... At a lot of these tracks, it's not a box. Okay, that was a... Yeah, it's a cone. Because, it's a cone. But the cone's not out there because the cone would be almost on, on the, the deck, track. On the and track. at a short track, it can't be. Yeah, the cone would be in the way. What I heard was maybe there were some drivers that were just so used... Because they said at Bristol, it's not really as tough of a pit road to get on. And at Martinsville, it's not as tough. So I heard that maybe some drivers kind of 
were used to looking for that cone. And and it's a new rule this year. Used to, you only had to have your left sides below, below it, and you could run your right sides over it. But this year, you could you had to have all four tires under that box. Okay, but let me ask you this: on both of those violations, we're talking inches. Hey, and I know it's the rule. It's either I rule. know it's the rule. But like Cole Pern tweeted after the race, he said something like, "Man, he said those uh, commitment box issues make the race so much better." You know, just kind of being sarcastic towards NASCAR, <laughs> like they're putting the best yeah, cars like at the back. Do you think NASCAR should let, if it's that close, do we have to be... I mean, it personally, this is me. If uh, Michael McDowell runs over the box or Dale Earnhardt Sr. runs over that box, they both should get the same penalty. You know, I know what you're saying. It's gonna make, It would have made a hell of a race. Because Kyle would have been because up there Kyle would have been end. behind Joey at the end of that race. Oh, yeah. And that's what I told my dad. I said, that's what I want to see So right NASCAR there. probably took away the best ending that they could have had. Probably, but it's a rule. I mean, you just can't be like, oh, this is going to be a good ending. We can't do it. But, you know, go back and on film later, everybody's going to see that they didn't call it. Yeah. But puts NASCAR in a bad position. We all wanted to see it, but if you're Kyle Busch, just don't run over the box. Well, see, what happened was he was behind. Was it Joey? He ducked down real fast. Joey ducked. somebody. Joey said that he wasn't screwing with Kyle. He said that he just kind of made a late commitment to pit road. Yeah. But in my opinion, I think Joey knew that it was difficult to see that box and to get down in time. I mean, that's a smart move. And I think Joey kind of snookered Kyle. Because what I heard on another podcast was that when you're in those cars, you can only see the back of the car in front of you. Yeah, you probably can't see If you're real close down. on somebody. Yeah. You can't see a box. Yeah. So he was looking at Joey's, you know, rear end yeah. there. And couldn't see it until Joey Ducked went at the last second. And then he said, oh, crap, and jerked down there behind him. But he didn't get, leave him enough time to get down there. Uh, Josh Watt said, it's in the rule book. They said it in the driver's meeting. So there you go. That's how I feel, too. And Brandon Griffith says, he's a believer you got to draw a hard line somewhere. So I think you're on the on the side by yourself. No, I mean, I'm not on, I'm just saying, like, I'm just raising the question, like, if, if, if it would have made the race better, should NASCAR uh, call it like Yeah, that? but you can't do that. That's just like people, that's just like a lot of people I know that don't necessarily like Dale Jr. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, it's a, they set these Daytona 500s and these races that Jr. wins, they set them up for Jr. because everybody wants to see Jr. win. Which is complete bullcrap. Which is. Which that I think that this would be bullcrap if they did that, and I don't want to publish win anyways. Well, what what about after the race? Did you like his little <laughs> balls and strikes? What's his What's he's his a, issue? He's such a listen bad word. L- listen, we all I think everybody in life hates to lose, and we all go through disappointments. But he has that bad. If every single week you're running off from your interview and acting like that. That's ridiculous. But that's who he is. I mean, you, that's who you he is. You can't expect anything different. I mean, we're all sitting there waiting for his interview because we know it's going to be something smart, Elkie. But it's like if he pops a tire because he runs way too hard on the right front, he blames it on Goodyear. It's, you it's don't blame never, it on himself. It's never Kyle Busch's fault. No. I have never. Have you ever seen Kyle Busch get out of a car and say, you know what? That's my fault. It's my fault. He may have, but I ain't seen it. I've not seen it. I mean, maybe somebody else has seen it, but I've never seen an instance where Kyle Busch took up for his own screw up well on the flip side of that Kyle ruined his own race by doing that Dale Jr. kind of got his race ruined which it wasn't going so swell anyway can I go ahead and give can I go ahead and give out the uh, what what were you thinking award go ahead and give it out 
Well, Junior was running upside up on the very high lane of the racetrack. Because his car was just terrible. But he it? was on old tires. They yeah. were on a pit. And was, I love this. If you're and it Dale worked Junior, out for if, it, if, you're on, if you're Dale Jr., you do what everybody else isn't doing. You go for it. Check her to records every single week. Try to win the race. He didn't have a car to win. Didn't he's have just a trying car to, to win. his finish. Might as well try to figure out something. Yeah. So he's riding up there in the dang parking lot, pretty much, <laughs> on the top, minding his own business. Completely out of the way. Completely out of the way. Minding his own business, you know. Here comes old seven time. Here comes old seven time on fresh tires. <laughs> and just slams in the side of him. Just slams into him. What did you see from that? What do you think happened? Then I'll tell you what I thought. I about. think the spotter was out taking a leak <laughs> in the pisser <laughs> and somehow yeah. forgot to spot his car and tell him that, hey, Dale Jr.'s up here running around the wall. What I think I seen is Jr. was running so daggone high up there and going probably 30 seconds slower than Jimmy was coming by that Jimmy just thought, you know, he was, Jimmy's down here on the very bottom. Jr.'s way up here. He, he's driving, you know. He probably don't even see Junior at, the, at his peripheral. You don't think he sees him, though? But your spotter I mean, has to. If you don't see him, your spotter has to. I know. One of the two, or when maybe When Jimmy comes both. out, he just just thinks he's clear and slams the hell I out of it. I think a part of it was, A, Jimmy not paying attention. Because I know they can't see a lot in them cars. Yeah. But you cannot explain to me that if you're sitting in a race car <laughs> and you're, here, and you you're coming up on another car, you cannot tell me that in some way you don't see that car. And I mean, your spotter has to be, unless, like you said, he's taking a leak. He must have been taking <laughs> a, or buying a cheeseburger at the vendor stand or doing something. So he's he, getting, in my opinion, he's getting the what were you thinking award. Because I mean, where in the world was he at? <laughs> what What was your uh, explanation of that and Jimmy's? Junior said, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, they were kind of. They were kind of making fun joking, of it, around. joking around about. It. Junior said it, Jimmy hit him so hard that it made a CD skip. <laughs> but uh, he did. He knocked the crap out of him. But, but it, I'm sure I'm surprised Jimmy Johnson didn't come back and win that race. Since I that am too. After that. But at least it took Jimmy out too. Yeah. At least, it, like at least if he was going to take Junior out, at least his Thank day you. was screwed too. Yeah, yeah. But man, there's just it's what I've said all year. Junior has had the worst luck. In the most weirdest events. That's the that's of the worst. Anybody, all you, and you just got to sit back and laugh about it because how bad that wouldn't have happened to anybody you know, else. He started out what a top ten car, top eight car, start of the race, pretty good car. And then after the first couple pit stops, Greg I don't Ives, know. listen, Greg Ives poured some sugar in the gas tank and just screws that car. I listen to the radio. I do it every week. I don't understand what they got going on. Seriously. Like, Junior came over the radio. He was talking about the track bar adjuster. Yeah. So he was saying, it's really complicated, and I won't He said I had it all the way down. It. He's saying, I'm two clicks down, talking about where the car needs to be on the track bar adjuster to make it tight or loose. Yeah. Comes to find out what Greg Ives told them they were going to do, they didn't even do. So he was turning the track bar the totally opposite way of the way it needed to be turned. And Junior said, well, I thought after practice you told me we were going to do this. Yeah. And Greg Ives was like, well, no, we actually decided not to do that, blah, blah, blah. So they're not on the so same So Junior's page. getting pissed while this is happening. Yeah. And then he wrecks, and all of a sudden afterwards... He just goes off. Well, you know, okay, the first time he wrecks, they come down, and Junior said, pull the tires out. He said, just make sure the tires are pulled out, pull them out. The fenders. Yeah. So he goes back out there under caution, and Greg Ives is like, is it smoking? Can you see smoke? And Junior said, well, what does it matter? You all just looked at the tires. He said, didn't you all just sit <laughs> there and look at the tires? They should be good. And then, of course, they didn't pull the tires out. Had to come back in. And, and Junior spins the second time. Oh, yeah, he spun, spun out. Spun out. Because he cut a tire and yeah, spun yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, uh, I had forgot about the that. language Junior used. He said, <laughs> "He said you got to pull the f and fenders out so that way they don't rub on the tire and we don't pop a tire." <laughs> pretty basic elementary. It's pretty stuff. basic. Like I don't know why they couldn't do that the first time. It just makes me wonder. Like is Greg Ives when something like Greg happens, Ives is his biggest enemy. It's like he first or last week at Bristol, the car's pouring oil, but they come in like, "Oh no, you're fine. Go out there and hit the wall as hard as you can." Like I'm not a crew chief. I'm I'm far from crew chief, but I would check when the car was wrecked to make sure that the fender wasn't wasn't rubbing the tire. So you've got a million dollar guy sitting in the driver's seat that's had multiple concussions that another one could end his career or his life. And you're sitting him back out there with and tires you're not even that are pull his fenders out for him. Come on, Greg. The second the, when I seen the replay of him spinning because of the cut tire, I was just like, <laughs> "Are you serious?" I texted you and I was like, "Can we just end this it's day? A, a, Can we just park it?" If you're a juniors fan, it was almost like watching a Bengals game yesterday. For a, or a Sunday for a junior fan. It's just like this stuff that should never happen was happening. It's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know. It's got it's how that gets It's got to end. This has been the worst. <laughs> how many races? Nine races. Start the, the worst year. start to a year, luck-wise, that I've seen any driver have. And, and it's I, his last one. And it's his last one. Unfortunately. Like, but. you can blame him and them for running back that far. But how do you explain him just minding his own business and getting creamed by his own teammate? Yeah. Who else would that happen to? He's just got terrible luck. Like he said it in his interview, he was just like, what else can I do? You know, it was almost like he was okay with it now because he was just had such bad luck. Well, listen, here's, here's my viewpoint. I'm enjoying these last 27 races no matter what happens. I'm finding something in each and every race to enjoy because next year I'm not going to... I'm not even going to get to complain next year because... Whoever I like next year, probably Kyle Larson, I'm not going to have that same, like, oh, I'm not going to care as much, yeah. honestly. Too bad going to be rooting for him, but it ain't going to be, like, die hard. Yeah, like, if he blows the motor, I'm going to be like, oh, that sucks, but I'm not going to be, still be I'm emotionally involved with yeah. how the 88 runs this year. <laughs> it's like when, when Kevin Harvick wrecks or something, it's like my, I feel like a little spot in my heart just, it sinks down, as gay as that sounds. Yeah. And it's like I don't even want to watch the rest of the race. And it just is, I know, it's just a weird feeling, ain't it? Like it's, when Junior, like when they say, oh, we got somebody around, and they show the video when it's Junior or Harvick and all, it's just like. It's awful. It feels like you lost a loved one or something. It does. I do want to say something. We do need a, we, me and you were talking about this before the yeah. show. We plan, this is a totally different scenario here. We plan to do this show as long as we can do this show. But it this is summer show. is going to be extremely busy for the both of us. I am, I don't know how many people know, but I'm actually starting my internship this summer. So I, there's going to be weeks where I don't know when I will be working or how long I'll be working or if I'll be working Tuesday nights. I know I'm going to be working 40 hours a week. Our shows, time. basically, our shows might not be on Tuesdays. They might be on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and, weekends. And you're going to be home. I'll be home. So there's, it's not like it's, we're going to do everything in our power to continue to have a show, but there may be some weeks if we have to miss a week, we have to miss a week because you're working mm-hmm. at home. I'm, away. I'm doing an internship. I may be away some. It's just it's going to be a super busy summer, but we plan. We love doing the show. Both of us, This is we have grown. We enjoy everybody that watches the show. And we continue. We want to do the show as long as we oh, can. Oh, we're going to have the show. And continue to grow. It. It's never going to, especially Nick Will, I don't know. Who knows where you're at next year? We just don't know our future plans. <laughs> no tailings. We, we might be in 
Hey, we might be NASCAR drivers. Because next. I got I got one more semester of college. You're graduating. Yeah. So you you'll be starting something next year. So it's just we got a lot of different things going on at one time. But we can we'll we want to do out. the show, and we just wanted to say that because you know we didn't want next week we will be doing the show right oh, as normal. We'll get all your insight from Talladega. But the week after that, we're a little. It fuzzy. might not be Tuesday. It'll be a day. It will it be might a day. Not be Tuesday. And if we have to figure out a way to get a line in to call Clint or something, we'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, picking back up on racing, Josh Watt said he feels the same way when Keselowski. So, so poor guy. I know he must have been heartbroken last week, but I've been there multiple times. Yeah. And I'm sure you've been there just I've as many or more. I've been there more. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been there more than <laughs> any Keselowski or Harvick fan. Because Junior's had so much bad Well, luck. Junior was good earlier in his career. Harvick not so much. It's kind of flip-flopped. But Man, I'm just, I'm just enjoying each week. I'm just trying to find something positive. And it's hard to do. And it's hard to do sometimes. But I have more fun watching these races now because I know it's his last year. Yeah. And like listening to the radio and taking everything in because it ain't going to be around next year. So... What do you think about the winner, Joey Logano, picking up his first win? Well, Richmond? I'm I'm kind of surprised that he hasn't won to this point. Me too. Harvick still ain't got a win. I'm kind of surprised at that. I know. Truex don't have a win. But, I mean, Joey and Harvick, there's a couple guys that ain't won. Kyle Busch ain't won. No. And they've all three been really strong. You've just got Kazowski with two, Jimmy with two, and Kurt Busch, you know. Uh, who else we got that's won this year? Um, uh, Ryan Newman. Ryan Snuck Newman, you know. You got just some random people and then some – Two-time winners already. Yeah. Brad. Brad won two and could have won three this weekend. Brad, Jimmy won two, pulling him out of his horseshoe. So let me but, ask you this. if Who is your top, let's say top four drivers right now? Like if, if the chase started tomorrow, who do you think is the four that's most likely to be in it? Brad. Definitely. Um, you got Brad. I'm going to say... Oh, I'm not going to say Jimmy because I really don't – Jimmy don't perform good enough. He just snuck two wins out of nowhere. But I'll say Jimmy. But I'm going to say Jimmy just, just, he can do, just because he can do that. And I don't think there's any other guy that can do that. I'm going to go in Harvick because he's just probably the most consistent driver. And he's going to win. Out there. If Harvick don't win in, what, the next five races? Something's wrong. I'd be shocked. He will get the win, I mean. Did you hear Rodney Childers say that he's super excited about Talladega for the first time in his career? Rodney as a crew chief. I don't know why, because you know they don't have this aero think package. they built a brand new car or something. Well, they had a brand new one last year, and you've seen it go freaking flying in the air with the trail on the side. I don't remember. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, that new Ford aero package, I just don't see how they got it figured out yet for Talladega, where it's so important. But he was pre- he was probably the best car at the Daytona 500, so. I got you, you off topic. Who was, your, who was your final two? Oh. Uh, I had Harvick, Keselowski, Joey. He's been there forever. Every week. And I don't know. I can't really. It's hard to think of a, like, you could say, you know, Chase Elliott was second in points. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson. Fourth. Yeah. How are we leaving out? How are we leaving out? Yeah. Kyle Larson. Larson should probably be, like, one of the points first <laughs> two guys you mentioned. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with your four because that's a pretty. You, you got could, anybody else you would switch in? Well, maybe switch in Chase for Joey. Because I know Chase ain't one, but he was high yeah, in points. That's true. And he's been super he's really consistent. consistent. He's kind of dropped off last couple of weeks, but he's still there. So that's putting two Hendrick cars in if we, if I do that, which is yeah. Josh Watts says uh, none of the JGR car has any wins this season, so it's pretty shocking to him, which is super shocking to me. Seeing how out of the nine races last year they had five wins, 
So we got nine races this year. They have zero. They wins. won seventeen races last year, which was half of the number of races. And they still didn't win the championship. And they still didn't win the championship. Kind of tickles me. It tickles me <laughs> too, but it just shows that they are not. What do you think happened? You think it's a new Camry that's throwing them off so bad? They got that new aero package. I don't know. You know what I think it is? It's a new, like I said all year, it's the downforce package too. And I would guess. Here's what I think happened. I think last year NASCAR told these teams, "Okay, there's a new package coming. You better get ready for it because it's coming." I think what Toyota did was they took all their resources and they threw them in on last year. And they, they won all them races. They were better than everybody else. But I think it got them behind this year. For this year, for the new cap. Because they probably Cameron. didn't put as much. They're probably like, oh, we're so good now. This new package ain't going to really. Yeah. And I think it's got them really behind now. You have, I haven't seen. Kyle Busch has been their best car all year, and he ain't been that good. No. Denny ain't been nowhere to be seen. Denny, Denny's best race was probably this weekend. Yeah. And then you got uh, Suarez, which is just not even worth mentioning. And did you? I will give Suarez a little bit of credit though. He finished thirteenth. Wasn't he like three laps down? Yeah, he finished thirteenth. But that's nothing to brag no, about. It's thirteenth. See, Aaron says Aaron Holland says seems like the guys who win only once a year or point their way in are the ones who are winning, while your regular winners are are struggling to find a win. He's talking about like people last year who pointed their way in are doing better this year. Yeah, and like your regular winners like. Harvey, uh, Kyle Busch, you know, people like that ain't really doing so hot this year, which is true. They haven't been bad. They're just not winning. i tell you what is going to happen, though, when we get to this chase. Because the same, all these stage points are a huge deal. The same 10 or 12 guys are getting stage points in every single that's stage. Gonna, people ain't talking about that right now. But when it comes down to the end of the first 26 races, that's going to be huge. Look who's winning all these stages. Kyle Larson, uh Brad, all these guys that's winning stages, they're just racking up stage points that they get to take with them. And in the nobody's chase. talking about it right now. And they're going to have all those stored up. So basically, what I heard is if Kyle Larson keeps on the rate he's going, he's pretty much guaranteed to get into the final eight just by running just, decent yeah. in the first two rounds. Because he's going to have such a cushion yeah. in those first couple stages. That's not even funny. But nobody, they don't even talk about that on TV. I because I don't think nobody's thinking nobody about it. Nobody thinks about it. But when it comes down to it, those stage wins are going to be huge to who determines who gets the championship. And, and that's even, why they made it like that. And even if you you have, in my opinion, to start getting ready for the chase, you need to finish top ten at every single stage mm-hmm. and at least get a point or two. Even if you finish eighth and only get two points, hey, that's two points that can help you. While we're talking about points real quick, do you think Junior's going to get in on points? He's got to win, man. I, what Do you think he'll win? Yes. Where do you think he's going to win at? I think Talladega is a really good shot. I don't know if he's going to win Talladega, but I think that's probably his. Or maybe Daytona in July. He typically runs better at Daytona in, in July. Night, yeah. This is what I think. Junior, for this, this might be when you're at Talladega this coming weekend. It might be the only time in my life, besides when Dale Earnhardt Senior ran, that I might root for Junior to win over Kevin Harvey. Over my favorite guy. Just because you're there and because Junior needs it so bad. Junior Nation needs it so bad. And to get him into the chase or the playoffs, I might root for him to win over Kevin Harvey. Maybe. I'll think about it. So let's talk about what. We'll go ahead and talk about Talladega. (laughs) We'll preview. Okay, here's my opinion on that. Junior is a great plate racer. I think he's one of the two best plate racers all time behind his dad. He's an amazing plate racer. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy by the name of Brad Keselowski that's won four of the last six at Talladega. And he's on a roll already. And he's on a roll already. 
So I think it's going to be just my opinion, but Junior's not ran as great at the plate tracks the last three or four times. He's, they've had a lot of just so random spin outs. The last two years has been bad for but him. But shoot, he was leading the Daytona 500 and got crashed because Kyle Busch blew a tire. But that was kind of like he was on strategy to be up But, there. I mean, we don't know what could have happened. Yeah. That strategy could have. But all weekend, he didn't show to have the speed at Daytona as he used to. But, you know, it's Junior. He's going to be up there either way. But the thing is, man, Brad, I am so impressed watching Brad run these plate races because Brad is kind of like Junior. If Brad or Dale Junior goes up there from like, if let's say they're running 10th and they go up there and just power their way to the lead, it's, you're not getting it I back. Know. Because when Joey gets up there, too, and he's usually up there, it's hard to get by them. So who are the best four, let's say? Denny Hamlin's a really good plate racer. Joey's uh, a good plate. Well, Denny's, I'm going to take Denny away from that one. We're so you're going to say Joey, uh, Brad, and Junior. Joey, Brad, Junior. And there's other guys that are good, like Harvick's good, but I think they're a tear yeah, down. he's like a tear down. He's always there, but it's just, he's not, it's not like his best tracks, but he's always there. Yeah. Like uh, Jamie McMurray, as bad as I hate to say it, is always seems to find his way in the top five or ten. Somehow, I think he. I hope he gets suspended for this week and for the next coming play tracks because he isn't. He's like a hazard. He's like a moving uh, caution cone on the middle of the track. But he is a good play racer because he's so crazy. Nobody wants around him. I know, but he I, scares I, me. He scares me. So well, I hope he gets suspended before this week. So, do you think this race is going to come down? To like the Fords against the Toyotas against like Dale Jr. and whoever else wants to work with him. Well, if you remember at Daytona, the Fords were dominant. Oh, they were I really mean, dominant. dominant. They were the fastest cars. Down, Brad and Harvick, especially, were the two fastest Fords I've seen down there. Yeah, uh, the the Chevys was pretty pitiful there yeah. at Daytona. To be honest with you, I'm trying but to think. I'm thinking Junior's thinking. You know, this is my. I got one more race at Talladega after this. I've only got three plate races left before this weekend. Mm-hmm. Two at Talladega and then, you know, the July race in Daytona. He's thinking, this is my shot. I think he's going to give it his all. I bet Junior goes out there, and I bet he is the wildest I, guy on the track. You no, know, I, I give him permission to act like Jamie McMurray. He has to. Honestly, if you're going to beat Brad, at you got Brad is super. The reason why Brad's so good is because of how aggressive he is. He's a side-drafting fool. Ain't you it? cannot be a good plate racer and just be out there just kind of putting around and trying to... you, you got to be aggressive that, and fill every hole. That sort of stuff gets you in trouble, though, at the end of races. Mm-hmm. He seems to get away from it, but eventually you acting crazy like that, like Jamie McMurray did in the 500, it's going to catch up to you. You're going like, to squeeze into a spot aggressively like you have the whole race. Uh, earlier in the race, but when it comes to the end of the race, that hole ain't going to be there. Nobody's going to lift for you. Yep. You're going to get turned, and you're going to cause a massive wreck. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm How, excited to see it because I, I think it's going to be... But look, I think about the end of the Daytona 500, who was there? Kyle Larson was there. Everybody Kurt had Lewis, wrecked out. Everybody uh, had it wrecked. was a weird race. But that's the way it could be this yeah, week. Yeah, I mean... We're yeah. one wreck away from it being a totally different yeah. crew up there. It could... You know, a massive wreck can take out a lot of people. But those were some weird characters up there at the end of that 500 because of massive rigs. But, like you said, that could happen again. But if I had to choose somebody and put money on somebody, it's going to be Brad. After Thursday, I'd like to say Junior after practice. I'd like to say Junior was quick and Harvick. Let me tell you what I will bet anybody happens. I guarantee a, a Hendrick car sits on the front row. Because they always do. I would bet anybody any amount of money that either Jimmy Johnson, Chase Elliott, Dale Jr., 
Which junior didn't he get outside pole for the 500? Yeah, and Chase got the pole. But then again, that didn't translate to the race. But alone, without the draft, the Hendrick cars by far have the most horsepower. They can turn a fast lap by themselves better than anybody else. It's just something about when they get in the pack and they get loose and spin. Yeah, and I don't know how they figure it. Maybe it's just... Junior didn't do that last race. But he got took out pretty early. Maybe, but he said the whole race he was so loose he was fighting it, fighting it from wrecking and everything else. And what, Lord knows, uh, Greg Ives ain't gonna figure it out for him. I just wonder if they're trying to put so much speed into these cars <coughs> that they're just making them almost where they don't have a they're lot of control. They're just floating around. They're just kind of floating around because they're putting just so much yeah. speed. We're not crew chiefs. I could never tell you that, but I don't know. I really hope that Junior comes out and shows strong, but, but you know in the back of your mind, back of my mind, you're th- sitting there thinking, he might just show up and be a dud again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I think we can all agree that put him in the right car. He's going to win that race. And he's going to win that race. He puts you in a position to win. I think for him, it's more about just being a car that he can be comfortable in. That he can switch lanes in, that he can side draft in. Mm-hmm. I don't think Dale Jr. is worried about. You remember when he used to, it was like, what, two years ago, he won all the play races pretty much. And I wonder if that's because the package has changed and they made these cars so hard to drive. And they just in a didn't pack. figure it They didn't figure it out. They didn't catch up. Yeah. I don't know. But Aaron mentioned that, that the Hinder cars snapping loose too. So. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, it's always a. Didn't, any, didn't Jimmy Johnson wrecked in yeah. qualifying or practice or something there to 500? Yeah. Either way, I don't care what kind of track it is. A lot of people love the short tracks. I don't know very many people like the intermediate tracks <laughs> or the road races. But, buddy, That's when those favorite. super speedways show up, my heart gets pumping from lap one to the end. Some people think it's boring because they're just riding around, but... There's a strategy to if, it. Yeah, and if you're watching your favorite driver stuck in three wide back about 15th, it's nervous, ain't it? I yeah. mean, my heart's hard. pumping hard the whole time. And what about, like, when there's a green-white checkered? And there's two to go. <laughs> you just want to close your eyes. Because you know they're probably not going to make <laughs> it back. No, it's going to You're just like, please thread the needle and get through that mess. So I'm going to be down there, and we're sitting. Uh, if you look where password start-finish line is, we're actually sitting in that tower. I think it's called, like, the Birmingham Tower or something. So, so I should have a pretty good so view So if a car comes place. flying over the fence, it's probably going to hit you. Well, it has a long way to go because I'm up on the second deck. Okay, but you see better because I wanted to see better. Yeah, I, shoot, I paid more for those tickets in my life. We paid more for those tickets to sit up higher than we would to sit down low because I wanted to see the whole backstage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's hard to watch those races, but from up in person, but heck, it's worth being Man, there. Man, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm gonna. Hopefully our our neighbors from last year are camping around us. You know how neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Talladega is a pretty wild place, but we're looking forward to it. But what else? I lost my thought about Talladega. It should be a really good race. It should be. Who, who you gonna pick for the winner? Our picks have been pretty off here lately, so we we better pick a winner. We ain't picked a winner all year. I don't what think. are you thinking? Yeah, we did the first two weeks. If you remember. Oh yeah. We yeah. were right. We were dead on the first. You two was weeks. right. I wasn't. Um, Hmm, winner. These plate races, it's either the person who you think's going to win or it's somebody that you never even thought about is going to win. So, I'm going to say Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. I mean, he's a good plate racer. It's just first person that came to my mind. So, do you think... If I was a betting man, I'd put it on Brad. Yeah. But... I, I think I would But too. I'm just... 
for the sake of picking somebody, I'm picking Denny. So do you think the Toyotas are going to be strong and work as a group like they always do, line up and try to run the bottom? I think that some of them's going to be so slow that they can't catch up. And then I think like maybe Denny, maybe Kyle. Kyle's not a very good plate racer, but maybe he makes his way up there. You know, I don't know, but I'm just going to say Denny because they've had such a bad year. Their luck's got to turn around. You know what? I didn't really plan on doing this, but <laughs> there has been one man this year that has faced more bad luck <laughs> than anybody else on the track. There's been one person that's had every bullcrap call <laughs> go his way, every bullcrap part's broken when it didn't need a break. He's had everything go wrong. I think he's sitting beside you, actually. He's sitting right here. This man right here is going to go down to Talladega, Alabama this weekend and do it like he did it for five years and win that race and I'm going to be there and it's going to be a damn party. You know what they call Daldega, don't they? Or don't you? They call it Earnhardt, Earnhardt Country. Country. That commercial's awesome. Because Isn't it awesome? Between junior and, er- and senior and senior only is the only person to have more wins than junior. So Hey, it's like in the commercial junior said, he said, what did he say? He said, only one driver's one here more than me, and we shared the same last name. So there you go. He's going to add another one to it. Now listen, Brad's really good there, and and it wouldn't surprise me if Brad ended up getting more wins than Talladega, than Junior Scott, in the next year. He's probably play. on track, too, but, I mean, he's so, just, they're both real good plate racers, but I like your pick. I'm going to pick Denny. Uh, Aaron's got, who's Aaron got this? He's got the Penske cars. So Great we, picks. And then Josh Watts has Blaney. Blaney Pretty much a Penske car. And Blaney looked really good at Daytona. He did. If you remember. He's pretty fast. He's so he had a chance freaking, to win. <laughs> he's, he's so freaking he's, he's just young. He's a young, wild one. And he, I don't think he understands. He's like, a side-drafting fool, too. Yeah. So, I don't think he understands like when to go and when to chill and when to not you know, run in the middle of a pack. Yeah. And He's just pretty wild, but hey. Because there's as some, long as you don't wreck somebody like Jamie McMurray does, it's fine. But just don't wreck somebody, Blaney. Just don't do that. But sometimes at plate races, you have to be smart enough to chill to, out, to not have try to be Superman and yeah. just say, "Okay, I need to go right in the freaking back away from this yeah. for a few laps." But if you're a young guy, what are you going to do? I'm going to go up there and try to lead every lap. <laughs> do you go. think Junior should try to do that this weekend? Try to lead. Junior should. Go, it don't matter. Junior should try to win. Put it in reverse and go backwards. Do what I mean. <laughs> wreck people. I mean, I he's th- got to win. He's got. In my mind, he's got either a random pitch strategy win maybe somewhere, and if you don't get that, he better win at Daytona. So Josh Watts has a good point. He said, Paul Wolf is out. That worries me, or I'd pick my boy Brad. But here's my That's thing true. about that. They uh, does it matter? off the appeal, didn't they, today? Yeah. Does it matter at plate races, your crew chief? I mean, what? The crew chief they, can... They, they say that it, the driver has... They pretty much do nothing. They say it's pretty much a crew chief spot or race. But your crew chief can set it up from his iPhone back home, yeah, and just tell you, "Hey, we're gonna set it here." And make there's it. not a lot they can adjust to. The I don't car. think setups very important at play race. No, it's all about your spotter and all about how you can finesse the draft. And I think Joey Joey Meyer, who is Brad's spotter, is really good. TJ Majors, who's junior spotter, they're probably the two best at the plate racing thing. If you listen to their radio, they're talking not only about the cars behind them, but they're yeah. talking about what's going on. 15 I, cars back. Paul, if Paul thought that he was going to be such a big attribute to win the race, he would have, he would have, yeah. they would have held a, or appealed at a different time. Yeah. So he could be out next week. Yeah. Instead of this week. So I, I think Brad will be fine. I, Paul just might not be celebrating a victory lane this week, but yeah. who knows? Brad might get bowl motor first lap. You never know. 
So I do want to talk about something. I heard a couple new possible replacements for Dale Jr. And I just wanted to run a few I've seen them on NASCAR uh, race hub. You probably already know the ones I'm going to talk about. But one of them, I don't know if you, you may not have seen this one. So they asked Brad Keselowski last week. Somebody asked him about his contract was running up at the end of the year. Yeah. And would you have any interest in driving the 88? And I seen the interview, and he kind of looked at the camera and kind of smiled a little bit and said, well, I'm really happy where I'm at with Team Penske. You know, I got a great car here every week. But he said, I know the 88's a good car, too. And he said, I'd have to, blah, 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 I'd have to think about it. But then he said something like, I'm never going to say never. Or never say never, and kind of smiled. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance? This is coming from me, but I say there's absolutely 0% chance. Even after that interview, I seen it. He did act pretty conspicuous. Yeah. But you got to think, it ain't like you're jumping into Dale Sr.'s car. I mean, I'm not putting Junior down. But yeah. It's not like Brad's dying to get in Junior's car because it's Junior's car, you know. Yeah. I mean, just to be bluntly honest, he's accomplished more than Junior has. Yeah. But, it, I mean, uh, Junior is an iconic figure. But, is but Brad, it's a Hendrick Motorsports car. Yeah, but Penske's outperformed them. Yeah, they are. They haven't won the championships because Jimmy just pulls them out of his butt. But I don't see him leaving because Penske, Junior brought him up, you know. And maybe. He brought him up through the rankings, but Penske made Keselowski who he is. You want me to tell you a little behind-the-scenes story that I heard Brad tell? He Brad wrote about this in one of his, he does a blog, and I seen him write about this. Yeah. Do you remember when Mark Martin retired? He retired like seven different seven times. Seven times. He was supposed to retire with Rusty Wallace and did like 10 years okay, later. Okay, well, the plan was that Brad was supposed to drive the five-car son. What mm-hmm. happened was Mark Martin goes out and wins Phoenix, which was like the second race of the year, and that pretty and the chase thing had just kind of got started, going. Yeah. So Mark Martin decided that he was going to run the whole year. But the plan was that Brad was going to run part-time that year and then take over for Mark and run it Hendrick. and run the five car for Hendrick. That was the original plan. That would have taken Casey Kane out. Is that when Casey Kane came from Red Bull? Casey in? Kane was still at Red Bull at this time. But what ended up happening was that that process got stalled so much that Casey ended up taking that spot and Pitsy came up to Brad and ended up taking Brad away. So it didn't work out the way it was supposed to be out, but there was a time where Brad was supposed, was supposed to be, to be in five. Right? Yeah. Which Josh Watt said he's had he's got a grudge against Rick Hendrick. So, but I mean, but yeah. I still think that respects there that Dale Junior and Hendrick Motorsports. I mean, Rick Hendrick's a part owner in Junior Motorsports. Yeah, I mean it's awkward. Rick Hendrick signs off on them drivers, and between Brad and Dale Junior, they gave Brad his first yeah. shot. So I think there still has to be some kind of respect there from Brad. Yeah. Like, oh, these guys. I mean, even though Roger Penske was the one who reached out later. Yeah, there has to be. He got a championship in what, like, what two years? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't think that's likely that he leaves, but it's interesting. And the other drivers is who uh, Anthony or uh, Bowman and. uh, Did you see Ryan Byron? Ryan Blaney. I I love for him too. I thought that one. Okay, here's here's my case for Ryan Blaney. But what's his contract? Do you know what his contract is? Is it running out? Yeah, he could go next year. It running out. I'd like for him to. I don't know if Hendrick will offer it. Because I don't know like what they're looking for. Yeah. But Dale Jr. and Ryan Blaney are pretty good friends. Neighbors. They were drinking beer together after this week's yeah. race. I mean, they're pretty good friends. And I think if Rick Hendrick went, if Rick Hendrick went to um, Junior and was asking his suggestion, 
I mean, Junior's probably going to say Alex Bowman because I think Junior respects Alex Bowman. Yeah. But I think I think O'Ryan Blaney might be in that discussion. you got to think, though. I mean, Blaney, yeah, he's in a spot. He's going to have to get out of there. He's going to have to get away from Wood Brothers. He's, he's too good of a driver for them. But I think that Hendricks always looked like, you know, Kyle Busch was at Hendrick there in the five car for a couple of years, and he just did not fit the Hendrick type of person that they wanted. Yeah. So that's why he got booted, or he left. Um, then you have William Byron coming up. I think he's perfect. He's young. He's going to be there forever. He can make another iconic. He can keep it up, you know. He's going to be there forever. He's going to be like a Jeff Gordon, I feel like. So why not get William Byron when he's young, that good? Well, here's... He's going to be... He could be the face of the company after after Jimmy leaves. Well, I don't think if there's any fear of William Byron not get. I think what could happen... He'll take Casey Kane. He, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'll take Casey. He could take Casey's spot, and they could put somebody, like an experienced guy in the 88 next year. So I don't think Casey could drive a freaking car. A go-kart at NASCAR Speed Park. Casey has took a big step up. The thing about Casey is he's not competing to win races, but he's running. I mean, he's the second best. Before Jimmy won that race, he was the second best Hendrick car for the first seven weeks of the he year. He was. I mean, he's when just he solid. was at Abraham, he was a heck of a. He won a lot. And I, I don't think. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that Casey's getting the equipment that the other three. You can't no. tell me that Casey's getting the Casey equipment. Casey hasn't even Chase. got interviewed in like. Unless he flips his cars. You know, they don't care about Casey's him. not getting the equipment that them other three guys are getting. So it's a little bit unfair. A lot of people bash Casey Kane and saying, why ain't he doing this? I mean, he doing that. I feel like if you're in a Hendrick car, I don't care what you're getting. You know, do better. Yeah, and it, but he has this year. I don't know where he's at in points, but I think he's in the chase as of now. But Yeah, one of my racing buddies, Chandler Belcher, uh, he races uh, dirt with me. He said he'd absolutely love to see William Byron in the car. He said that him and Chase Elliott would be unstoppable coming up as the young guns. Okay, let me give you this team. Let's say Ryan Blaney goes to the 88. Let's say William Byron goes to the 5. And let's say Chase Elliott's in the 24. Plus Jimmy, the 7, maybe 8-time champion by then in the 48. No He'll probably have 10, 20 champions. What a team, man. Three young Blaney, guns and an old guy. Byron. And Elliot on the same team. And one of the greatest of all time. They would be tough. Would be. That would be a tough team. I think Blaney may be my favorite to take the 88 now, just because of thinking how fun that could be. Yeah, Chandler says that would be the ultimate team in the future, and I think I'd have to agree with that. They would be tough. I don't know if if that's going to happen. I've just seen Ryan Blaney mentioned a couple places, (laughs) and I thought that was something. So if you had to put money down right now, who are you picking? I'm, I'm I think Byron. William. That's what I mean. I, I still think Byron's the favorite. Listen, I, I, a lot of people love Alex Bowman. I love Alex Bowman. He needs a ride somewhere. He's not going to get. He's not going to no. get the eighty-eight ride because you you can't sell that to nationwide and exalted that Alex Bowman's. I've be. seen stranger things happen in NASCAR though. So, but I don't think Alex Bowman's going to be in it. I mean, and he. The sad thing is, is he probably deserves it because of the way he drove that car last year. Yeah. But that's just... He wrecked a few of them, but... If it was... Let me give an example. If it was Danica's car, or Clint Boyer's car, or a car like that coming open... Yeah, it makes sense. And it wasn't such high-profile sponsors... Yeah. It would definitely be Alex Bowman. But since it's such high-profile, big-name sponsors, I think it's hard for them to look at Alex Bowman and say, he's our guy. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But, oh, a few other things I was thinking about that I've seen that was uh, interesting this week after... We got off on the junior replacement talk. Travis Pastrana is coming back. He got the NASCAR. 
Which I think that's great because you bring in some of his major fans from motocross, uh, Nitro Circus, rally car racing. You, you, he brings a whole big base with him. So I think that's great. Who, who's you running for? Uh, niece? I had never. I wasn't. I think it's Niece yeah. uh, in the in the Camping World Truck Series. Was it series. the 45 truck? Did I see that? I'm not sure what number it is, but I, I just seen where he's running for. I think it's the Niece uh, Motorsports or something like that. I may be wrong. He's coming back for a couple of races and trucks. And you know, good for him great. because he could he could have bought himself a truck ride if he wanted. Oh to. yeah, but he did it through his his sponsors which, and, and the fans, which I respect. And I hope I hope for that reason. I hope he goes out and runs great. I think he would be great. Do you think it's because Monster is the title sponsoring cup now that he's trying to? Well, get... he's Red Bull though. Oh, he's Red Bull. Yeah, I thought he was Monster. Uh, he might have Monster now, but for a long time he had Red Bull. Oh, okay. Well, but, never mind then. I mean, you might you might be right now. He might have switched, but he had been Red Bull for a long time. Did you see what they're doing at Talladega before the race starts? Did you have you seen? No, I haven't seen nothing. They are going to try to do the world's longest uh, motorcycle jump. Someone's gonna die. Sounds like. <laughs> so <laughs> it I ain't think Travis. It's like, he'd probably be the man for the job, though. I I don't know who the guy. I had never heard of the guy, but apparently they're gonna put it in front of the start finish line, like in the infield, where you can still see it from the stands. But apparently it's like two football fields, and they they got this giant. Golly. Yeah. They got this You're giant. You're gonna see ramp. that, ain't you? I'm gonna see that. Hopefully he's not, you know, breaking his neck, <laughs> something terrible. Back to the replacement rides. Uh, we got a few comments here. Uh, Josh Watts thinks Suarez deserves a top tier ride, and so does Bowman. I, I personally disagree with the Suarez thing. I think he's a joke. He got bought in, and Bowman. You know, I agree with the Bowman part. And Ryan Blaney would make a good Hendrick Dream team. I agree with that in some ways, and Aaron says he might be totally wrong, or Aaron Holmes says he might be totally wrong about Blaney, but he thinks that he's going to be with Wood Brothers and his best driver he's been for like 20 plus years, so. Yeah, I mean, what happens to the Wood Brothers? you got to pay Blaney to stay there, in my opinion. It's basically a Penske car, which is yeah. good for him, which may, man, it's, if I'm Blaney, it's Hendrick Motorsports versus the Wood Brothers. <laughs> yeah, like, are, are you kidding me? Like, why would you say at the Wood Brothers? This ain't the 60s. Yeah, you know, the Wood Brothers are dominant. They're the about Wood, all dead now. I mean, I'd say I would. If I would think you go take a Hendrick car and a heartbeat if you're on Blaney. Oh yeah, I agree. Uh, one other thing we forgot to mention from last week about a a driver that most people might not know, Mr. Chris Busher. All the rain they got last week at Bristol. We forgot to mention this on their last show, but he went down with his own personal truck into the infield or in the camping areas. And help people pull their campers out where they had sunk in the mud and help people get out in his own time when he didn't have to. Mm -hmm. So we we had a viewer come to us and tell us that we should mention that. And we actually forgot and we apologize for that, but we're getting back to it now. And that was something good that he done that uh, people should know about. Absolutely. And I think there needs to be more drivers that are doing it. Yeah, you didn't see like people like Kyle Busch out there doing it. And there was one more thing I wanted to mention this week. Did you see where Kyle Larson, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I kind of, the more I thought about it, he's kind of right. Kyle Larson said that he was the last true racer around. But what he meant by that is that he is the only NASCAR driver around. Come from dirt. That came from dirt and will go back and run dirt races every single night of the week. And kind we'll of like go, Tony Stewart. We'll go jump in any kind of car and just race. Kind of just like Tony Stewart. In my and opinion. he says that more NASCAR drivers should do that. Because they can, they can relate more to the general population. 
They can reach out. People can see them. It's just what it's exactly what Tony Stewart used to do. That's who he reminds me of. Yep. Just a nicer guy. And Kyle Larson said that all cup guys need to be going down and running dirt races. Yeah. Running late model races. Doing anything they can do. Because most of them bought their way in, let's be honest. You can't get in NASCAR Cup Series without being the world's best driver or buying your way in. Yeah. So, Kyle Larson said that. And I, I, I mean, Kyle Larson's probably going to go run the Indy 500 next year. Which I think gonna be, he's going to run the double. So he's a wheel man, ain't he? He's a wheel man. I think Kyle Larson would race bicycles with me at, in the Talladega infield if I challenged him to it. Chandler Batcher says on the Larson topic that he's the only man he's seen in Cup that would truly sacrifice the car for a chance to win. Just look at his Eldora races. That's true. That's true. And since we're talking about uh, dirt racing there, I'd like to give a shout out to my buddy Tyler Hayes for bringing home the feature win at Richmond last week. How did you do? I won my heat race by a fender. Started third and embarrassingly spun out in the first corner of the first lap by myself. Straight to the back, nobody's fault but mine. I will learn from my mistakes. I just drove it in too hard and the track was slicker than expected. And I spun out and had to go to the back and that was the end of the race. But there's a scary but crash. But you made it back up there. I made it back up to seventh. I finished seventh, but that's not where I wanted to finish at all. Yeah. I had a lot better shot where I was at if I would just been a little more patient. But you live and learn. Congrats to Tyler for. Are you racing this weekend too? Richmond Raceway. Saturday night. Saturday night. So everybody go out. I'll be in Talladega, Alabama, but everybody go out. <laughs> we'll have to get you out when you get back. Yeah. See, I did. I ran a lot of your social media stuff last year. Yeah. I, st- I still will do a lot of that this year, but it's, we've just got <laughs> such crazy, stupid schedules that it's hard for us to ever get on the same oh, yeah. track on the weekends. We'll figure it out. But this weekend, I can tell you, I'll be I'll be plenty on track. I'm gonna Asphalt. Enjoy some uh, cold refreshments. <laughs> sit around a campfire. We'll be waiting for some stories and some pictures. On the, I guarantee. On the you, page. I guarantee I have some kind of story next week. All right. Probably not involving me, but probably involving something that I witness <laughs> from somebody else. Should I go to the Charlie Daniels concert Saturday? Absolutely. Night? Devin went down to Georgia. But here's man. We went and seen Big and Rich there last year, and it was like the scariest thing I've ever freaking people ever. wild, people fighting, people <laughs> spitting, not people trying to break the gate, rush the stage. Sounds like a hell of a time to me. I'll probably we'll probably be there. Honestly, I'll probably be there like on the front row like it was last year. But uh, oh well, Devil. What else does he sing? Ah, uh, son, I can. I don't know. That's it, the only song I if know. If anybody knows sure. another Charlie Daniels song, <laughs> right? Fill him in so he can get. Fill me in so I can know the song, but. The show's gonna be on iTunes. You the show's it? gonna be on iTunes. Uh, like our Facebook page, share this video, share rate us on iTunes. We'll be back next week. It's a lot of interesting stories, hopefully. Maybe a junior win. Let's hopefully. I'm gonna hope for a junior in Harvard. You win. may, you may have to come get me if junior wins <laughs> that race down there. I may not be in no shape to. I sure hope he does, because there's nothing like seeing your favorite driver win, and you ain't got very many more chances. So just 27 more tries, man. And in person. In person. Probably Probably not very many. Two or three at the most. Well, it's been a good show. Thank you all for watching. I think this is the most that we've had. So we kept about six, nine, ten people the whole way through. So that's pretty good for us. Good for us, ain't it? (laughs) (laughs) So thank you all for watching. We'll be back next week. Dale, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.